pull up a chair and join us. It's time for Business Over Brews, presented by the Grower Guys in Eau Claire. I'm Scott, so great to have you join us for the next half hour as we enjoy a beverage and learn more about a, uh, a local entrepreneur here in the Chippewa Valley. We're recording inside of the Grower Guys on London Road in Eau Claire. Check them out. Great crowd inside of the Grower Guys today. It's always a party. It's always 5 o'clock at the Grower Guys as we bring on Greg from the uh, the establishment. Nice crowd in here today, and uh, we got a great guest as well, I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think for whatever reason, the, the nice weather pulls people out of the house, and then they say, yeah, let me go in some other different building that has more windows than my house does, apparently, and beer, uh, or kombucha, or cider, or root beer. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, it's, uh, nice bustling crowd in the background. Gives us some nice ambient noise to the show. Well, outstanding, and it will be a fun uh, episode today. Uh, a voice, by the way, that I know is familiar to a lot of people in the area, and he's all also remain very active on social media so people have known what he's he's up to but we're going to learn a little bit more ab- ab- about it here in just a little bit greg why don't you introduce everybody to our guest because i know you you and him go back a little bit yeah so it's a, a pleasure to have uh, captain coop himself yar, uh yar yar <laughs> uh me matey and uh actually we've got uh, chris cooper uh from uh 92.9 fame going way back, uh, you know, those uh, dark days that maybe we don't talk about anymore. But oh, we, we still talk about okay, them. We, we bring them up in, in passing, yeah, 20, 21 years in the uh, radio market here in Eau Claire. MC at uh, Rockfest for a number of did, years. Did many things. Yeah, so uh, a man of various traits of which we'll uh, discover a couple more here as we um, get to the uh, conversation. Uh, Coop and I go way back. Um, Working on a bunch of different stuff. Uh, yeah, I think uh, when when the Growler guys first opened up, before I think the doors were even open, uh, mm-hmm. you came into uh, to the radio establishment, uh, talking advertising, you know, doing some opening uh, grand opening stuff along those lines, and uh, we were we were part of uh, the the birth of this place and the expansion of this place. And uh, as a uh, connoisseur of your fine products, uh, I uh, frequented this location as well. It, it became like the the stop on my way home that was nowhere near my way home. It was very <laughs> odd. Like, why are you go? Why are you going that direction? Well, I gotta make a quick stop on the way home. I gotta I, check the air pressure. I gotta uh, make sure here. that uh, Greg's doing okay over yeah. there at the Growler guys. Well, and we appreciate uh, all the support uh, over the years, obviously. So, um, as much as I'd love to sit here and talk beer, and we can mix some of that in, um, also want to get into some of the new happenings for uh, for Coop. Uh, before we do that, maybe we'll uh, just go round table here as far as what we're drinking and now that um i am thinking about it i think i went with the same thing as i did last time uh it is pixel density it is a gorgeous uh hazy ipa from uh phase three brewing out of zurich uh illinois so um whether or not that's uh, actually the case that's the same thing that i had last time i don't remember but it is uh, delicious and one of our great partners there from Illinois. And, yes, uh, we don't like those people down there, but we'll still allow their beer to cross the border. And oh, what about you, Scott? Well, I know I got a lager from a brewery in Beloit, but I couldn't pronounce what it actually was. It was like Witch Snooky or whatever was the name of it. Uh, Witchfield <laughs> something. Uh, <laughs> It was close, ahead, no. close enough, though, but it, it, it's a lager. It's tasty. If you stop on by here, you look up for a brewery that's from uh, Beloit. Uh, it's spring. It's, it's more of a lager season for me. I want something a little more refreshing as we, we move out of the, the stout and porter season. 
of uh, of the winter. Uh, a good case in point, by the way. I don't know, necessarily know how to pronounce whatever it was up there. Very easy to order, though. You guys have numbers that go on the top, so you just say, "Hey, I want the number 20." That is that <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> true. Number six for uh, for Scott. And let me help you with the pronunciation. It's Wis Bucky. Ooh, uh, you you know, something that might have been uh, fresh uh, on your tongue here um, <laughs> in the NIT uh, tournament uh, basketball here recently. But it's Wispucky Snacks from G5 Brewing in Beloit. There we go. All right. What about you, Coop? Uh, I, I went with number 21. Uh, I think it was a, this is a third space. Uh, third space, Heavenly Haze. Yes, yes. The Heavenly Haze. Uh, here's my, my conundrum being here is that I will sample everything. I'm like, you know, since I'm here, and since I have nowhere to go, I may as well run through the IPAs at least. That's, you know, kind of my wheelhouse. So, uh, but you had uh, sampled 21 as well, and I was like, well, I'm, I mean, I feel like you're kind of the, the expert. I mean, I feel like you have some working knowledge. So I, I went with uh, your first impulse, and, and here we are, landed on it. I feel, I feel refreshed. Well, and the, the beauty of it is free samples across the board uh, all day long. We get uh, a little one-ounce sample, so you can at least splash it over the uh, taste buds. Not always a perfect indicator of what you might like about like uh, of it in a full glass, but at least it's something to go on. All right, so enough about the beer. Uh, we're all sipping a delicious beverage. Um, but let's just dive in. So Captain Coops, that's how I uh, introduce Cooper here today because that is the latest iteration of his uh, wild inklings that bounce around in his brain. Bounce is uh, the wrong word. They, Ricochets. Yeah, well, you know, that would imply that <laughs> there's not a, lot of, <laughs> not a lot going on in there. But we all know that that's not the case because obviously uh, you've got something going that's very interesting and I think uh, successful. And let's talk a little bit how you just like got into it. So started as a little bit... Um, you, for those uh, listeners that don't know, Coop's got a eight-inch uh, beard, if not more, um, going on. So uh, I think it started in that realm with the beard oils. Uh, it did, yeah. So after uh, my exodus from uh, from radio and, and making the the decision to uh, to not pursue that career anymore and to go through like a, a midlife pre midlife crisis of what exactly am I going to do with my existence. Obviously, the first thing I did was let myself completely go to hell. Like, I stopped. I didn't get a haircut. Um, you know, I had a couple buddies who were, were, were beardos, and they were like, well, the secret to growing a beard is just to, to look homeless for, like, four months. And, and I did that, which uh, was amazing. And, but but a, a part of that process, I think anytime you make those kind of changes, it's like uh, you're trying to find products that align with uh, first thing you look for is maybe a, uh, a brand that appeals to you. Maybe it's the, their artwork. Soggy know. cardboard box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what does this smell like? It smells like my shoe. Right. Um, yeah. So I did a lot of like uh, a sampling of uh, different beard care products and things uh, like that. And uh, strangely enough, I was actually I, I launched a, a podcast of my own, and I was having on a friend of mine who happened to be in, in the industry where um, he had access to uh, a kitchen, a professional kitchen where they were producing products, not beard stuff, but but similar items and. Um, he was kind of like, this was six, eight months after I'd gotten out of radio. And he was like, like, what do you, like, what do you want to do, man? Like, what do you want to do with your life? You know, it was, it was the D Snyder, uh, you know, we're not going to take it video from 1986. Like, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, you know, I just kind of been jotting down ideas about the Speared company. It's kind of got a pirate theme. Like, I don't know. It's, um, but I don't even know where to start. And he's like, well, we have got the access point to all the, the natural raw ingredients that you need. And, um, and, and kind of the, the, the laboratory, the process, and we can kind of just, you know, hammer out your idea and see what happens. Uh, so that was like October of 2019. 
by November, we had LLC'd as Captain Coop's uh, Beard Company and launched with, uh, with nine SKUs, so nine different products. Uh, and, and, and really, we saw, I, I saw what I thought was going to be a side hobby really take off on a lot of success. Um, I think that comes with 20-plus years of uh, adaptation in marketing and, and how, to, how to create a brand and how to, how to really market that brand to a specific demographic, a specific audience. Uh, so we came out guns blazing again. This is, uh, this is the end of 2019. Swords blazing? Can- cannons blazing? Cannons blazing. Okay, yeah, I like the, that. The ships, I like that. The, the, the I sales, mean, you got your muskets, yeah, you know. Yeah. We, the, we were hoisting the flags. Mm-hmm. Like, it, all was well. Um, we had actually... Uh, Started to uh, to put some money down into uh, a retail space, uh, looking at an extremely large retail space with retail production. Everything was going to be in one one spot. Uh, we had gotten into our eleventh uh, regional barber shop with our products, so that side of the business was going really well. And then all of a sudden, this this March twenty twenty time frame hit, hmm. and I don't know if anybody else was a part of the weirdness that was twenty twenty, but uh, as soon as they shut down all of the barber shops. All of that revenue kind of uh, came to a standstill. It, 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 yeah. it went up. Uh, it I, went up in cannon smoke. I, ve- <laughs> I very uh, vividly remember these tables being arranged into a yeah. queuing uh, <laughs> sort of sort of uh, line creating uh, maze up to the counter. So uh, fully aware, and uh, you know, now that we've made it through it, yes, um, I think on both sides of the coin, uh, there's something to be said about the resiliency of. The product, the business, the whoever's helping run it, you know. Yeah. Um, so congratulations there. Obviously, that had to have been uh, a, a very uh, challenging time. Trivia, though, who was your first guest on your podcast? Was it you? Were you the first guest? I, I think, think I was you were. number one. I think you were number one. All right. So <laughs> finally, Coop is here to uh, repay the favor. <laughs> uh, long, long standing debt that we've Come had going circle. on. Yes, yes, it has. That's right. You were uh, one of the first. That's um, right. I'm going to provide a little bit of a, of a break there because you're going to have a lot of questions here. So I just want to jump right into it. He's got a beautiful beard. All right. Makes me jealous. I occasionally grow a goatee. Haven't had hair on my head, though, in 20 years. Do you ever look at the mirror with a razor and go, well, how long would it take me to shave this thing? Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't, and here's, here's really specifically why. Um, there has been threats on my existence. Should I ever... Like one day wake up and be like, you know what? I have I've made the decision that I'm going to go clean shaven. Uh, so right. The, the woman that was just here, who uh, is not only my my partner in life, but she is also the COO of Captain Coop's Beard and Body. She said, if for some reason you wake up one day and you're like, I'm done with this whole look, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go clean shaven, baby face. Uh, Tell me, because then I can start packing before. Right. Uh, well, and, you've and, you've and, lost and, the right to your own face. I really have. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and, and also, she'd have to get some like good content before you went went ahead and did that. Really? You know, you know it, it'd have to be a whole uh, a whole series, uh, maybe like an April Fools. I've seen people do that on April Fools. They they pretend to shave, but no, uh, I, I, the thought has never crossed my mind. I've done some like weird social media things where I'm like, ah, razor in hand, and like, ah, just kidding. But uh, but no, there's there's rules and regulations. There was a, a at one point I think, uh, who was it? Jennifer Lopez I think had like her. Uh, some of her assets were insured for like ten million dollars. Yeah, um, not quite there to that extent yet, but there there is there is definitely a bounty on uh, on my face. Southabies or something, uh, <laughs> yeah. or uh, so, 
some <laughs> London-based company that insures all the weird stuff. Yeah, like Harry uh, Underwood's uh, legs. Like it's, it's a weird thing. Like I don't know who makes that phone call. You have an agent that does that? Yeah, like, well, I like, money down. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I think that I got something here. <laughs> like if I'm on my OnlyFeet.com site, you know, like, do I? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like there's been hand models that have done the same right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the very next question after how long is it going to take me to shave this is very quickly, how long is she going to be gone, and can I grow it back in that amount of time? Right. If I put a lot of pressure and, and like, you know, when you, yeah, you, know, you right, really yeah. focus, does that, it does not, no, does not speed up the process. There's not like a Rip Van Winkle sort of no. uh, secret secret uh, potion there. You can't clap your hands. There's no magic uh, magic powder. People try to sell you a magic powder. Well, that's, really, it's not, it's, that's a perfect segue. Magic powders. Ma- we, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of magic powders, of magic powders um, so maybe we're not going down that exact path, but uh, obviously we did a bit of a pivot, uh, or I, I should say pivot, uh, expansion, right? It was expansion, yep. Yeah, um, so you moved into some of the CBD offerings, and let's talk about that uh, process. Yeah, that was really, uh, like I said, Nicole Cole, who is, uh, who is my girlfriend, my partner, and also uh, really, we kind of got together during a time, you know, kind of still coming off of that 2020, um, what does life look like? How, how do we, you know, rekindle this brand once things started to kind of flow once again? Uh, and she had always had like a vested interest in, um, she's a massage therapist, she's got, you know, kind of into the, the healing arts, and really always had a passion for uh, producing some products on her own that were all natural. Um, that provided you know the comfort and relief for for her clientele, um, and it was kind of like we kind of came back to to center with the beard stuff and and went to our you know our production company and we're like hey we have these ideas like what is the, what does this look like if we were to come up with these three or four different SKUs and it started off as as body topical stuff so like a, a body lotion and a, a body butter um, really female oriented it's our queen's treasure line so it really. Uh, lends itself to, uh, to to more of a, a female essence, um, but you know, a thousand milligrams of CBD in our topicals, um, and a, a personal lubricant with CBD uh, infused in with as well. And we saw again, kind of like when the company first launched, we saw a huge explosion right out of the gate um, because of her network of, of healers and because of her network of clientele when she teaches yoga. Um, really big launching point for those CBD topical products. Uh, we got into uh, that, that first summer after we launched those products. We got into uh, farmers markets and things of that nature, and not only saw a, a great. So it was our first time really experiencing like an in-person sale point. We were always an online e-commerce place, a couple of pop-ups uh, events here and there, but that really lended itself to really getting feedback from our clientele that wasn't like a, a five-star review on Google or or something that we did on the website. Uh, and what we found was people that loved our topicals. Their next question was like do you guys do, do edibles? Now, for anybody that's questioning, uh, the farm bill that passed, I believe, four years ago, uh, sweeping farm bill that passed, legalized uh, hemp production ex- ex- nationally, but in the state of Wisconsin as well. So farmers are now legally allowed to go in and farm hemp. Um, the rules and regulations that d- differentiate us from a state like Colorado or Illinois or Michigan is that none of our products legally can be sold that are derived directly from the marijuana plant or have a THC content that is over 0.3%. Okay. Um, so we're like, what does that look like? Like, are we just selling like, you know, I don't want to say like bathroom edibles, but like people who are interested in this kind of stuff, I'm sure somehow, some way they cross a border and they can figure out how to get their hands on this stuff. What we found out is a lot of these Delta 8 and Delta 9 derivatives, which come from the hemp plant, 
really have a lot of the same not only uh, psychotropic effects that you would get with a straight up you know CBD THC edible, but also the same healing properties that you have there. People that have anxiety, people that deal with uh, you know sleep deprivation. Um, so we really did our diligent research, and with the companies that we work with, uh, wanted to make sure that all of our stuff was properly tested. Um, so we actually third-party test all of our products for potency and for uh, purity, so we know exactly what's going into our to our stuff. Um, we launched our edibles uh, summer of, of last year, summer of 2022, and and far and away have, you know, blown, surpassed surpassed a lot of our sales expectations for what we were at. Surpassed other SKUs as well that have been uh, absolutely. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. good. And, and what it, strangely, what it did is for a while we did see kind of a reduction in some of our other SKUs. You know, some of our beard stuff kind of it wasn't getting the attention that it was, that it had been, but everything has seemingly over the last you know six to twelve months. And now it just feeds into itself. Somebody who is in the market for, you know, an edible finds our, our topical product. Somebody who's in topicals is like, oh, I have a, my, my dad has a beard or my husband has a beard. So it's kind of all intertwined itself. And what it all comes down to is, is the marketing. It all falls underneath kind of this, you know, this pirate life, you know, live on You only have so much mental capacity yeah, to bandwidth. market, you know all the things and, and uh, Nicole as well. And, you know, so, and then dollars, you know, where yeah. are you allocating dollars? So to see that, you know, the new shiny, uh, you know, as Americans, I think we all appreciate new and shiny things, right? right. <laughs> uh, for good or for good or for bad, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, where that takes off, you know, you see a little bit of a lull, but absolutely. And I'm looking at the, uh, at the website here. Uh, for our listeners, free shipping on orders over $50, and that's CaptainCoops.com. Uh, free the ships at checkout is the code that you need to enter there. Shameless, Ma- I love that. Yeah, I, 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 hey, I'm, I'm here to be nothing but your <laughs> shill, uh, shameless shill. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and I don't think you guys necessarily need that anyways. Uh, but, you know, it's you get in there, and maybe you're, you're at that 38 bucks, you know, and it's, oh, gosh, yeah. My dad, my boyfriend, my husband does have a beard. Yeah. You know, let's let's try it. Um, so that just lends itself to one more skew being put on the order, one, you know, a few more bucks, and right. they nope. get to get free shipping. So, yeah, and what yeah. we've always, you know, kind of grown into after, you know, going through trials and tribulations and a point where it was like, are we even going to keep this afloat? Like, you, when you are you're expending more to keep the website up and operational than you're making in revenue. You're like, this This is a horrible investment. Like any investment expert would be like, this is dumb. Don't do this anymore. You know, where we've gotten to a point where I think with the way we've uh, managed this over the last three and a half to four years is that reinvestment point in, in, in the brand and in the company. It's like we know if we launch something, it's not like, oh, this is all this is all gravy. This is, okay, now what can we put back into it? What can we expand as far as maybe it's a packaging change, maybe it's, uh, a website upgrade or things like that, but there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of growth that we've seen, and we look at into the future in expanding into an apparel line, uh, which is going to be Pirate Life Apparel, which is coming in the next six months, uh, but also opening up some avenues into the smokable world, which is a new uh, avenue that is again legal in the state of Wisconsin. So we're we're always reinvesting. Like this hasn't become our cash cow yet, where we're like, oh well, now we can just go live on the islands and let somebody else handle it. This is definitely a, a business that we we keep on reinvesting in. We keep on uh, doing our R and D with, uh, and and in hopes that someday, yeah, it becomes a you know a fifty skew um, uh, company that can uh, I'm gonna say self operate, but definitely continues to feed itself and maybe uh, you know buys me a beer here at the Gowler guys every once in a while. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you've actually kind of answered this a little bit indirectly with some of the other answers you've given, but 
you know, you're, you've been in this for about four years now. The advice for entrepreneurs out there, because you, you got the thing started, you get the initial success right away, because everyone's got those contacts and, and the network. And if you've already been an outgoing person, you've made a lot of friends in the mm-hmm. community, that even if they can't buy, they know somebody who can. But talk about getting past that initial success and making it long term and, and being able to ride those waves because so many people, they, they, they may say when they start, oh, I'm ready for failure, but they're not ready for when it hits them the first time to, to plow through it. Exit ramps present themselves almost daily. There's seemingly always something that happens uh, uh, on, on the day-to-day or the week-to-week where you're like, man, like we're, you know, there's two of us. You know, we, can, we have some outside consulting that we do, uh, but a lot of this, during the time when everybody maybe is uh, – Binge watching Yellowstone, or watching the you know March Madness, or uh, you know enjoying other things in life. Like we take that time, in in lieu of that, to talk about our business and talk about the struggles that we go through. Um, you have to have a willingness, I think, to give up some of the uh, the ease and some of the comforts and uh, some of the more relaxing things. Because if if you want it to be successful, it's it takes, yes, it does take money, but time and effort are so valuable no one is going to care more than you do right it doesn't matter how much you pay them Mm. if if it's your baby then it's your you're the one that it has to care or no one else will and even as you hire people on if you don't show and demonstrate to those people how much you care then they're not going to care nearly as much so i totally get that and at some point you know and it was it was here you know it's like we reached a point where we we got a couple of offers, yeah. and it's like, I mean, like I'm not, you know, Wall Street banker, investment manager, uh, or, or anything, but like, that offer sounds terrible for what I've in, invested money financially, and emotionally, and <laughs> right. energy that I've expended into this business to get it to where it is today for this small overage of of the actual financial side i was like we are not entertaining that right and it's got to come with like a lifelong discount or something <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need a free punch card yeah so, right yeah it's uh there's there's so much of that when you especially when you start something with a vision of it being more than just hey you know i make i make cool bracelets and i want to you know sell them online maybe an etsy page or i want to do it uh, at the farmer's market, I think when you look at trying to create something that, that has potential uh, to grow into a brick and mortar, which we're anticipating in 18 months, that has multiple locations that can, that can live and exist in, in different uh, spaces, like we're looking at some space in Florida to, to expand our, our business down there. Naturally. It's, it's not going to be the documentary story of look how, look at, let's, you know, poor kid from the, you know, from the south side of Eau Claire, you know makes it big in the you know beard oil industry there's going to be moments where you you're throwing your hands up in the air saying this just isn't worth it you know and, and we can't you want it to grow so fast but you, until you temper that expectation of growth um you're setting yourself up for a lot of stressful nights you know worrying about things that you can't control and it's just like whatever residual income comes out of this hopefully at some point that's a, a, a decent living you know right. uh, but even you know for any investment if that residual income is the end goal you're working you can work however long you want and maybe you taper your hours back uh, at your full-time job well this ramps up or you know 
I can't. That's what I've always looked for in any opportunity is how can this make me money without me having to really expend a lot of effort, right? Right. And, and once you can get there and it feeds itself, then you're in a much better spot. And I the think one it, there's thing an was, example, too. I mean, yeah. you know, as, as parents, I think you also have a, a – not a responsibility because if you you can have a very successful eight to five or nine to five and go off and be able to provide and, and do the two weeks of vacation a year, but there is something uh, it, I think especially in this day and age, where man if you can show your kids, you put in X amount of effort, and and the return on that effort is is this and maybe it is a legacy thing maybe you're treating, not, not that you you know hey guess what kid you have to grow a beard otherwise you're you're out of the family business <laughs> I don't know what to tell you but there is a certain like. Uh, you, you want to set the table for uh, for your the next generation to be able to say oh like this like this is feasible even if it's not in, in you know he doesn't grow into be you know the the first mate you know right, of Captain right. Coops at least he can say oh uh, hey dad I have a question about business I want to go into textiles or I want to go into something else well and I think that it's just a matter of they they are bombarded with people making millions of dollars by being idiots right right YouTube. TikTok. Exactly. Uh, I, would say, I would say TikTok more than YouTube. YouTube at least gives you, like, some sort of fighting chance of not being an idiot. I didn't know much about Mitch, <laughs> Mr. Beast. Uh, I watched a uh, interview that he did with, with Forbes.com. Uh, was actually had a, earned a lot of a lot more respect than I had prior to that. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. We're just showing them that if you want to do something that you really like, figure out how to be the best at it. Right. And, and then hopefully, naturally – it finds its way into some sort of business yeah, or business have, or It doesn't have job. to be one thing. I think there's been a lot of that that's been produced. Like you can be really passionate about one thing or two things or ten things, and if you diversify yourself, you can have your hands in all the things that, and eventually build yourself up a reputation or build yourself up a career that you get to go to work and do things that you enjoy doing. Oh, today I get to go and uh, we're designing a new T-shirt that's going to go out in, in six weeks. Oh, and now we have a new product coming out. And, and oh, now we're going to go and I'm really into MMA. So I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go train jujitsu tonight. Like you can put yourself in a position to enjoy all of those things. And when you figure out a way to make them all sources of income, sources of revenue, what is it, seven sources of revenue or six that you're supposed to have, now you're you're living and breathing and, and, and becoming financially you're, secure. You're, you're not living, you're not Working to live, you're living to enjoy whatever it is that you choose to do for work. Well, that I day. think it, I think it's important to to note, and it's you know, I get a chance to talk to a lot of high schoolers and college kids. Is you know, what do you want to do? Oh, I don't know what to do with my life. What do you like to do? All right, yeah. and and take what you like. And sometimes you can't automatically marry the two together. But if you like X Y Z, there's any number of ways to be a part of. X, Y, Z. Right. There is a million, over a million different ways to make money in this world. That yeah. is what it comes down to. So if you can't figure out a way to tie something that you enjoy at least to some degree uh, with what you're doing to earn a living and doing every day, because, man, hating what you do every day is a grind. Now, now before we go, we got a couple minutes left here, right? Because let's, let's, let's have some fun here with the, with the beard again. All right, for Coop over there, because there's any number diff there's there's various different beards. All right, even Greg's got a little, little five o'clock shadow going. Some people have got it cut tight there. Coop's got his all the way down to his ankles practically uh, at this point. All right, <laughs> doubles so, as a blanket if I ever get cold. So, right on the side so, of the road. 
somebody comes up to you and they say, I'm, I'm, I'm considering a beard, or I'm considering going in on a, on a beard, what, what should they consider as far as, as far as length and maintenance and all of that? Uh, well, what I have learned from uh, having this question asked is uh, it seems like every gentleman that has asked me that question has to run it by somebody. Yeah. There is a committee. Uh, usually there's one, there's the gatekeeper that stands in front of. Uh, but, yeah, I've had a lot of guys, especially in, in, uh, in this area, you know, you get the November beard. You get the, 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 the hunting beard. The, the start, deer hunting beard. Yeah, yeah, you start growing it out, and then, you know, Christmas time rolls around, and the wife wants you to look good for the, uh, the holiday picture. So, like, yeah, you better, better clean that up. Um, you know, I, I, it's really a matter of, of dedication. I mean, it really is to grow to really start the process of growing a beard. And even if you wanted to, like, be able to bring it back down, it's easier to grow it out and, and make it smaller than it is to p- probably push it out and grow it bigger. But you really have to go and kind of look like you don't care for a long period of time. You have to get some, you know, got to get some underbelly to it. You got to get some, you know, some neck hair, some gro- girth underneath there. And then you can kind of play with where you want it to be at. Um, you know, obviously I'll recommend Captain Coop's Beard and Body Products for your beard uh, because the main source and, and people who have had struggled growing beers or they're patchy uh, well, I, I can't do it it's, it's, it's impossible I've never never been able to you can the the real secret is is hydration of the hair follicle uh and in the, the cell where your hair follicle grows in so with our beard products the reason that we went with a base of cranberry seed oil is because it's super hydrating the more hydration you bring to it uh the more it helps reroot and help grow that that face hair well so, what, what i'm taking out of it is obviously you know Consult with your website on various uh, things. But the other thing is you've got to plow through that time period where you're going to look like crap and people are going to think like, you know, have you looked at yourself in do the you, mirror? Do you need an intervention? You know, like, <laughs> do, should we sit down and have a talk? Uh, yeah, because, you know, if, if you guys have ever tried you know, to grow it out, there's, it gets to a point where you do get super itchy yeah. and you're like, you're just scratching. You're like, I'm just real sick of that. Once you get over that, like, eh. Like, yeah. it's nothing. And that's, I think, where a lot of beard care products do come in handy. It's because they do temper that, that itchy, that, that really bothersome thing that, no, you don't want to get up and be bothered by your face every day. And then, Greg, well, I got one more before you can, you can close her out sure. there. Do you look at somebody that maybe has a good mustache and go, well, that's like a non-alcoholic beer? <laughs> you, you think you're doing it. You're not, you're not quite doing it. I don't know, man. I, you know, <laughs> being a huge Sam Elliott fan, like, I, I figure – that's like this, the, the standard of beard is, or the standard of mustache is, you know, if you can pull off a Sam Elliott, right. like you don't mess with that guy. Right. You know, you let that guy do his thing <laughs> or do a handlebar. You know, there, you know there's, there's certain mustaches that you can't do, you know, because of things that happened back in the 40s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's, <laughs> there's certain, like, you know, kind of really thin French things that should not be done. Yeah. But, man, I mean, if you're, if you're rocking that stash. But, they, I mean, like the wax yeah, and the, you know, and the twirls. The, and There's, like, there's. There's commitment comment. there. <laughs> And time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy gets up 45 minutes before he really needs to just to make sure that that wax is, you know, appropriately heated. And then we'll, you know, solidify in the, in the proper here, curl. All you're doing is just letting gravity just run its course. Uh, no, it's, I'm a little more of a baby than that. There's, right. there's definitely, uh, there's definitely well, a hair dryer. Well, and obviously doing all the product. Yeah, there's product. There's, hair, there's a hair dryer. There's some straining that goes on. Kind of a diva about it, but, okay, you know. Okay, all right, all right. Well, on next uh, month's episode, we're having Coop back, and we're going to talk uh, <laughs> beard perms. 
<laughs> we could actually. We, we're going to talk about uh, uh, summer summarizing your beard. You know, get it ready for summer. Right, right. Yeah, put right. like some little sandal, like little sandal clip-ons in I there. I can see him, seeing him look at my beard and just judging, judging. So this is a judgment-free zone. I don't know. If okay. You know that. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, made, bought, I created this place. <laughs> you bought the round of beers. So <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, uh, Greg, remember this. You're at, the, you're, you're at the point right now where you can either get off the exit ramp for that, or you mm-hmm. can just keep on going down the highway. That's that's the you're at the key point right now. There is probably zero percent chance I'm going down the exit ramp because I hate shaving, uh, like with a, a straight edge going down to the skin. I do it on my head occasionally, but otherwise I've got a nice, uh, you know, yep. yeah, yeah. Fire it up. I get it. Yeah. Well, again, an outstanding episode, and uh, Coop people want information. You're, you're all over the socials and uh, the intraweb, aren't you? Yeah, very simple. Uh, the website, <laughs> CaptainCoops.com. Uh, PirateLifeApparel.com also is the website. We do have uh, our, our uh, snapback hats are available, which we're rocking right now. See that? Uh, so you can check those out. New clothing line coming up in the next couple months. And, yeah, all over the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I don't I think we're on TikTok. I don't know. I think my kid set me up with a TikTok. Nice, know? nice. I'm like, I don't know how these buttons work. What, what, uh, what, what is a uh, child of a pirate? A wee laddie? <laughs> he is, well, he's a, he's a wee pain in the... Oh, right, okay. He's about to be 13. So pain uh, in the army, matey. Uh, he's to about to be again. 13, so yeah. he's a, you know, every bit of a, a preteen. Right well, now. of course, uh, thank you very much for coming Absolutely. on, Cooper. Thank you for having me on. Uh, and uh, good luck with, uh, with everything and definitely the uh, retail location and yep. the uh, clothing line. Lots of stuff coming up. Stay tuned, folks. And that is Craig and Scott from The Growler Guys.